Hey, sister. Hola. Tis the season to be jolly. Fala la 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 la. Yes. Cheers to a season of joy and giving. You know, yes. it's the it's the time of giving. Um, and I'm just so happy to be in a position to gift, you know, my family with mm-hmm. some things that they really, truly desire and enjoy. And they're going to be so grateful for. So I'm just so excited to see their faces when they open it up this holiday season. Now, that brings me to my revelation today. Um, I have <laughs> I have dealt mm-hmm. with um, quite a bit when it comes to the season of giving. It seems as if. Every time I give so much of me, things are just taken away. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And, you know, not to say that we give for expecting things in return. However, you think the good you put in the world, the good is what you get back. That is yeah. not the case, especially not with motherfucking USPS. Okay, let's talk about it. All right. Now hold on. Now hold on. Now we can't go. We can't go crazy on USPS. They go yes, we can shit. because not only USPS. am I the one. Not only am I the one who has a gripe with USPS. I saw that a girlfriend that went to college with us had the same issue. My mm. sister-in-law had the same issue. Uh-uh. It's just like a long going problem. And the thing is, I just had a post that I, I put up on Instagram applauding USPS, asking if the movement to support them was still in action. So I don't want to hear it. I've been doing my part. I have a P.O. box, bitch. OK. And I was decided to renew it. But now I'm like, is there another system in place that I can use? Or do I have to use the USPS P.O. box? Can I get a P.O. box at FedEx? Can I get a P.O. box at UPS? Somebody help me out, please. And comment. Um, on our Instagram page, Girlfriends Pod, because I don't know. Okay. Now mm. let's talk about it. Let's see. <laughs> has a great box, actually. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about the USPS brand because there's no reason why, you know, it's the holidays. And, and the thing is, let me start this message by saying that whoever receives my package is immensely blessed. And I pray that whoever, you know, is gifted with those things needed it more than me. I'm sure they needed it more than me. Um, but know that karmic, uh, that karmic return is going to come back and bite your ass. Okay. And the U- the USPS, the thing is, you know, usually I don't have no problems with them. You know, they drop it off, but around this time, they don't have enough people working, which is the real issue. So they start hiring outside of the federal system and they have these random people delivering on Saturdays and Sundays. Mm -hmm. And then they scan a box and then take the box back to the motherfucking truck or their car, because who knows how they're delivering the goddamn mail on the weekends. Are you talking about USPS or are we talking about Amazon? USPS. This was a package that my mother crafted together with numerous expensive things. (laughs) Okay. And to this day, I still don't know if it's USPS's fault. But mm. or or someone in my building, but when I didn't see, I, I didn't want to in your building. I don't think so because I didn't. I initially didn't even want to blame anybody in my building because the people in my building are very fucking sweet. And when I mm. tell you, literally the next couple of days, there were mad boxes like huge, a big ass keyboard where you could see it was a fucking keyboard, a big ass box that said nice ass shit on it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, it was things that if someone wanted to steal, they would have stole those mm-hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? Not no random ass box. 
with a Gucci book and some things in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it was just kind of like I think they scanned it in. And the thing, and the reason why I feel like it's USPS is because not only did that happened to me. It happened to my sister-in-law. Her sister-in-law, her dad um, sent her something with a bunch of expensive items in mm-hmm. there for her and her son and her family and never got delivered. I saw mm-hmm. that a couple times on my timeline and always around this time of the year, people love to steal and love to just, just thievery. It's like not mm-hmm. in the season of giving, okay? Not in the But season. that's when it's most rampant. Because in people's efforts to give, they feel like all they can do is take from others. Like, okay, Robin Hood. I know. And it's like, you don't know who you're stealing from. Steal from the rich ass folks that really got it. You stealing from people who don't really have it. My mom went out of her way to to send all of those things. You know what I'm saying? And I, I... now I didn't tell her. I told her not to do that. Let me just make it very clear that I told her not. But to. she wanted to do something nice. She wanted to do something special, and I appreciate it. However, I I just something told me no, don't don't send that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she had sent another package. She sent it through FedEx. FedEx delivered it straight to my door, and they would have called me to let me know that they could. They did call me and told me they couldn't get in the building at first. And I tried to hobble my way downstairs because y'all know well everyone doesn't know this but neither here nor there I try to hobble my hobble my way downstairs and um then they end up getting into the building Mm -hmm. and delivering my package at my door so a kind message to all of you out there if you are delivering things I mean it's a bit late um if you are but if you are delivering anything I would suggest or recommend you you select an outside carrier outside of USPS for the holiday season I'm not saying don't support USPS I'm not saying oh I'm sorry go ahead I was saying, I'm not saying don't support USPS in the future, buy stamps from them, have your PO box with them and all those things. I'm just saying, you know, be careful how you get things delivered. Got you. I think valid, but I think also we can't even say go and like use another carrier because everybody is literally swamped right now. Like it's some shit called like because of the pandemic and everything and like them not having enough people like you know they normally never have enough people for this type of shit Mm -hmm. for this time of year but then Mm -hmm. you especially don't have enough people because of like all of the the pandemic shit that's going on and the fact that these numbers are high as hell everywhere and so it's a more secure like you know that your package will actually land at your doorstep from the carrier now if it gets stolen from there you know it's somebody around your neighborhood you know what i'm saying like and i and this is only really suited towards people who live in a building like mine yeah. where there is no mailroom you know what I mean there is no and like I said it could not it very well could not be I, I do not 100% know that it was USPS that stole my package but I'm pretty certain oh no they probably stole your package sis like I mean it, it just <laughs> it just happens all I'm saying is that like everybody is already like uh-huh. I know it's yeah. like because normally like last year at this time because I used to work in retail they were saying like the 22nd would be the cutoff date for you to get something by Christmas Eve at a lot of these places because everybody know you could quickly do two-day shipping and it will be there in two days right you know what I'm saying but now they were saying that fucking like Friday was the last day so that's how you know like folks are already behind UPS told their drivers to stop picking up from like big box retailers like Nike and uh somebody else but like what was it I think it was like Nike and H&M or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, they've reached a limit. <laughs> Damn. Like, because the shit is so like 
back so they're trying yeah. yeah so they're trying to like control it as best as they can so all this shit is fucked y'all if you just got to take a picture of your gift yeah and be like it's on the way and be which like which is fine which is coming. also fine which is also fine it's like that and that's another it brings me to my other point in the revelation is that you know though it's a season of giving it we can't stress uh enough how you know, it's not about the material things exactly. it's about spending time with your loved ones and, and sharing that you do love them and care for them because this has been a rough year yeah. people don't have the money to just be out here giving 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 i'm fortunate and blessed enough to be able to give you know and really i don't have it but i did anyway right. um just made a way out of no way as our parents did so like that was some, my choice though you know what i'm saying but a lot of people don't have it to do that. But that's not the only way that you can give. You can give your love. You can give your support. You can mm-hmm. give um, a, a thoughtful card that you hand. Like we we gotta get back to the to the to the basics. Okay, let's get back to the basics. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have for you today. Hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. I love that you took that last part. You just snatched the words right out of my mouth. It's just about being Thank thankful, you. child, for where we at. Because it has been a long fucking year. Okay. Okay. And it don't seem like it's letting up until the first. And even and, still, and, it, and it's still going to be going on. But like, it's just the mental being able to shut off and reset in your mind. Like, OK, 2020 is over. Yeah. Thank God. You know? Yeah. So I, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, I had a rough 2019 for real. So it just seemed like it's a rough 2018, ongoing. 2019. <laughs> It's just been an ongoing thing. It's been yeah. an ongoing, uh, stressful time uh, in our, our mid-20s. Yeah. However, um, we are blessed and we are still here. So thank God exactly. for that. Um, in the cities and in the fields where we come and where we go. Okay. Where we go. We cast. Okay. Um, uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Girlfriends. It's Sammy. It's E. And we're back uh, to talk shit and tell y'all who our WCWs are this week. So, <laughs> um, my WCW this week is the legendary and comparable Dion Warwick. Wow. Oh, was that what you were thinking about? Yes. That's well, sweet. not, but not, no, well, actually, no, it wasn't her. I was thinking of oh. one of the girls from Real Housewives of Potomac, but like, I can definitely co sign on this. <laughs> Dion Warwick. She just I'm gonna her. sign my name on this card and <laughs> present this to y'all as a joint effort. Absolutely. Uh that that's totally fine, girlfriend. So she just celebrated 80 years of life wow. and 80? yeah, 80. She looks really good. Um quick. and <laughs> I mean I knew she was quick, but like Dion Warwick really is quick for 80. Like you are out of pocket. What? She's quick. <laughs> what does that even mean? She is. Like, she's quick with it. Like, she just be snapping. You know, like, she still got her, you know, like, it's not slowing her down. That don't go nowhere for nobody like Dion. You know, sometimes it do go for people. Look at Dolly Parton. She's 105. Now you are out of pocket, man. <laughs> and she, like, really old, though. Like, she's pretty old. Don't she's listen. she's around <laughs> Dion Warwick's age, okay? Isn't she? Let me see how old he is. Uh, Dolly Parton. Hold on, we gotta oh, Lord, do a brief. Died. You don't need it. That's why you don't need it. Let me I need Dolly Parton. Age seventy four. That's all I'm saying. Oh. You round that up, really, because she probably no. Lied. You round that down, child. It's, it's <laughs> over five. 
if it's five and over. I said she probably lying. She probably older than that. Oh. You know how they be doing. The numbers yeah. be a little off. We yeah. don't even know who her husband is. So it's not much truth to the part. And no, I'm just playing. I love Dolly Parton. Let me stop. Me but too, she does too. look really good. Like, yeah. you know, and she's very, and she's still very active. And it reminds me of Dionne Warwick, who is, who has, um, surpassed her in age and she's 80 and she celebrated life recently um she did a virtual celebration which uh she partnered with the organization to like donate money and she's actually doing another uh thing where she'll be performing this saturday for this like yoga virtual yoga event oh, with somebody from the ojs like it's like i don't know okay. i be getting random things i know i be getting random things in my email y'all but um i thought that was tight and that she you know is a really big uh, she has a big heart to give um, when we we're talking about giving so I felt like that was themed uh, well around this time and then also she's hilarious on Twitter like yeah. she's my favorite person to follow on Twitter right now or one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter right now she is hilarious and she be giving the current people some their things like um, Zendaya she recently commented uh, tweeted about her saying like she's super versatile um Quest, Quest Love, she said she has an opening for her son. Um, Bro. And just so on and so forth. I mean, she's... Speaking of her son. Who is you, her son? I don't know who her son is, but did you see when she was, like, tweeting at her son, like, call me back. I called you. <laughs> no, I didn't I called see you one. this many times, and you're not answering. Call me back. She had these little angry emojis. And he was like, Ma, no. He was like, Ma, I was on a call about this project that we're working on. He was like, please stop putting our business on the internet. Yeah, she, she, she wanted them. She definitely wanted them. Uh, she, she's definitely one of them. And her, her niece is the one that actually got her involved with Twitter and, 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 and acclimated right. to, uh, the platform. So shout out to Brittany, her niece and, um, shout Thank out to Dionne Ward. Thank you. It's my favorite follow. Literally. My favorite account to follow right now. Same, same. When she was like, I'm going to say something to all the people who got a V in their name. <laughs> I cried, and now the weekend, and now I'm Dion the singer. Right, period. Uh, period. Because that's what she is. Period, a legend. She really Dion is the, the icon. Okay. Yeah, because I I was looking. I have obviously wrote a story about her, and I or for her birthday, and um I was looking at like her stats though, like Billboard top, you know, between Whoa. like hell along like this period of time she to this period of time, she was unstoppable. Unstoppable. I'm like, yeah, she no was wonder a pop she was star. talking some shit. Yeah, she was the black pop shit. star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the hood, just like Whitney. Just like Whitney. Whitney just had like the voice. Yeah, she had everything. Like somebody, yeah. I saw someone tweet like, you know, had Whitney not passed, they definitely thought that she could have gotten to like egot status. Oh, for and sure. I totally agree because she could, she could act her ass off. I just, I don't know, Whitney Houston has been on my mind a lot these past couple of days, just because, like, this is the time, a lot of my memories as a kid go back to, like, watching The Preacher's Wife, listening to the sound, like, my mom was big on, like, she was a huge Whitney Houston fan, so that was, like, a big part of my childhood, you know, of the holidays, of my childhood, period, like, so when, you know, when Whitney died, like, that really, like, I was really upset. (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. I was no really it was sad. that was a that was a sad moment for everybody I feel like because she impacted so many people yeah she and she didn't get 
to she didn't get to live through that like yeah. Dion Warwick you know God bless her soul she's here at yeah. 80 and able to really see like how things have transformed I imagine that Whitney uh would have been in utter shock to see where we are right now like to yeah. see how far we've come as a society and everything and, but when to, you know. but when, uh, Whitney will also be mentoring these little girls for sure the one especially let me not let me just not let me not <laughs> don't even i know Lord. she would have a lot i know she would have a lot to say about singing yes in 20 yes yes she absolutely would respectfully respectfully she would be like you know i think she has a beautiful voice um but there's something about a vocalist that's now, brandy, how she would have put it she'd be like now brandy Oh, that's my baby. I love her. That's my baby. That's that's my baby. <laughs> that's my baby. Yeah, uh, Whitney. Um, but yeah, that yeah. that's my that's yeah. Love that. Love that. Love that. Well, so what you been on? Not that my phone's back on. I have. Let's do music first. But I do okay. have something to add to TV and film this week because Ooh. I know you know I never do. But today I do. Okay. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> sometimes but like not really anything to like discuss like and I'm really happy that I have something like I really want like I'm passionate about mm-hmm. but um outside of music so music a lot of things dropped um that we have to discuss um that I will just kind of make it brief though first off uh let's start by saying pick up your feelings is the, is the best R&B song to drop this year we're gonna Period. continue to stand Jasmine Sullivan Period. um also, Made in Legos, Wizkid, the one of the best albums to drop this year. Period, really? hands down, top to bottom. I'm not even a huge Wizkid or like that. Body That's body what body I'm body saying. <laughs> you know, like you know that that Afro Caribbean. Yeah. Like I'm not even a huge fan of that. I like it. Don't get me wrong, and especially of when it dropped. Like it's not the time for that necessarily. But this yeah. music makes you feel so good top mm. to bottom you can listen to this one to four, track 14 um he has a few features on here from burner boy skepta damien uh marley jr uh her lma um and some other features that i don't know them but they're really good on here um all of his features they just like sit so well they blend so well with the, the songs that they're selected on um i really between blessed which is track number five and I, I just really like the whole thing. Um, I also like True Love. That's another pick for me on there. But it's just a really great project. And um, I had to make note of that. Um, okay, young, Baby okay. Tate, young Baby Tate dropped a project. She dropped an EP of seven songs. She got two features, Flo Millie, on this like manifestation song called I Am. I Am That Bitch. I Am That mm. Girl. Like it's, it's a bop. Um, and then Let It Rain featuring Black is also on there. But this top to bottom, she's showcasing vocal. She's showcasing artistry. Uh, she's just a fucking phenomenal mm-hmm. artist. And I fuck with Baby Tate the long way. Um, so y'all definitely pick that one up. Um, she actually did it in partnership with radio with Issa's, um, yep. Yep, Issa's label and everything. Um, yeah, so that was a good one that I had to spotlight. Um this is my my friend. He's actually, well, both of them are my friends, but uh, 
he's actually featured on Jack Harlow's project, which we have to talk about, but I'm gonna talk about his project first. Mm-hmm. Uh, not featured, he's featured as a producer, songwriter on it, but I'm gonna talk mm-hmm. about his project first. Yeah, Ali's Private Suite 3. It's just like the third installment of his series. Um, I'm actually on the outro. Ooh. Didn't really publicly say that, but now it's like me talking shit. Like, it's like the beginning of the project is like, you heard Aya Ali? And in the end, it's like, yeah, he mixy, he this, he da da da. So it's like mm. funny little banter at the end. But this project is really good. And I see a couple of my friends on Apple Music listen to it, which is tight um, to see y'all supporting. Um, I would say one of my favorite songs, besides Hot, because it's like a little twerk record, uh, is probably. Um, I don't know. I like all. I like a lot of them, but I like uh, Back Rubs is a good one. Um, my Moves, uh, and then Still Number Ten, track number ten. I like that. It's like a. You ever heard a song that like breaks in the middle and then goes to something else? Like I love shit like that. That just like breaks mm-hmm. down in the bridge and then goes to a whole nother like thing, but it still ties in. I love that. So those are like my top three. Um, check that out. For sure. And that brings me to... Um, I'm about to say, what... are you going to forget this? What, Jack Harlow? No. Oh, no, I just wanted to talk about Jack Harlow. What am I going to forget? Cuddy? Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're not... I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten up, to, up to that yet. But Jack okay, Harlow okay. is like my next to almost favorite. Um, but Jack Harlow's project, top to bottom, classic. I'm not even wow. afraid to say it. It's a really good project. That's what they all say. It's the name of the album. This is his debut album. Um, I just am so proud because I remember meeting him and his friends, like, and I talk about this all the time, but I just, I really be proud because to see the process, to see people so, like, committed to their goals and, like, really making it out, mm-hmm. out of an industry that's really difficult to break through. You know, obviously, he has the support and he signed to Generation Now, like, you know, that's, like, drama and all of them but mm-hmm. he's been doing it himself and to yeah. see like you got features from adam levine chris brown big shine little baby adam levine adam okay. levine same guy that one is a really good and static honestly love is okay so i'll tell you my favorites so the one that yeah ali actually co-produced uh, with jessen is um and jessen made it is on this a lot but already best friends and that seems to be a crowd favorite like everybody oh, loves cool. that one with Chris Brown. So oh, dope. yeah, it's a good song. I personally, I, I like it, but it's not my favorite on the project mm-hmm. personally, but I understand why it's a very like radio. It's crazy though. Cause I, I've heard a couple people say this, but I just, I don't know. I haven't been in like the music. I've been listening to the same shit. This is what I needed this. Cause I just been over here saving just everything. No, save girl. Especially like, honestly, my favorite, one of my favorite tracks uh, besides Way Out featuring Big Sean um, is Love is Dro. This track number 12 featuring Stag mm-hmm. Major and somebody else is on there. I can't remember right now, but Love is Dro. That shit, it's, it's, it's just music to my ear. It's just obviously music to my ears, but it's beautiful. It's so... It's so good. Um, and then, you know, his, his, the, the single off the project is what's popping. I'm sure you've heard that yeah. so many times oh, yeah. over. Um, well, they did a remix with the baby, the baby. On the yeah. Episode. I remember that, that. That's, that's cute. Um, <laughs> that's cute. It is. It's cute. Like it may, I don't hate the record. Yeah. And no, it, I like and the I record. Heard it so much, I heard it so much though. And you would think like by the time the remix come around, you know I mean? I would hate, I mean, it's been mm-hmm. out, but I would hate, you would think I would hate it, but it's still good. And um, I see a lot of friends have tapped into that one too. So great project. Of course, I couldn't forget about Kid Cudi. Say that's the only thing I Girl. did break, and I was like, okay, I gotta listen to Cudi. I girl, at least gotta please. listen to Cudi. Now, 
I've had a few conversations with people who said that they don't believe this was the right ending to Man on the Moon. Um, and they felt like it just didn't really, like it didn't really give them what they expected out of a man, out of a man on the Moon like project. But for me, first listen, I didn't, I listened to it on loop five, literally five times straight, like laying in my bed, like just smoking and just like staring up at the ceiling. And I just was like, thank you, buddy. <laughs> like he, he, he said something. He made that for y'all. He made that for niggas who was going to go and do that. <laughs> but he would, he, but this is like different because I feel like he said something he was very more like introspective or way more introspective in the fact that he was like helping niggas like you he knew that it was a tough year for people right yeah and he's like i'm proud of you like i'm, I'm sending you encouragement during those times where this old music was very emo it was very yeah. uh, emo like it yeah. wasn't like this so i liked it i like it for that and then of course like you know he has um some cool features on here too uh i like the one with trippy red read a lot and that was kind of people's gripes with the project is that he they feel like he sounds like he's trying to be young or something and i'm like y'all need to stop disrespecting cuddy when he invented this sound That's like y'all talking saying. about he sound like travis scott travis scott is inspired by kid cuddy don't you ever fucking forget Thank it. You. Even, have you ever been okay y'all been to a travis scott concert but have you ever been to a kid cuddy concert it is literally the one of the those types of experiences you're it feels like if feels like you're at a Cuddy concert when you're at a Travis Scott com- concert because he has the same fan base. He has the yeah. same sonics. Like, y'all talking about, oh, he sounds just... No, 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 baby boy. Listen, baby the girl. way the white Don't boys do be Cuddy. like... The way the white boys be like, oh my God, Travis Scott just helped me through so much. He just motivates me so much is the way y'all was for Cuddy and still are to this day. discredit the OG for making music for the times. 
because yeah. y'all not gonna listen to something that sound oh anyway sonically y'all not even conditioned to listen to stuff like that no more you want to hear something like that sounds similar to what you're accustomed to and that's the way he's gonna sell fucking records y'all yeah. are stupid i just hate people who don't know music talking about music it really irritates me yeah i just it's just such a an irritating complaint to make and it's like do you want do you, like you said do you not want the artist to grow but also like it's, it's like the same argument when people are, when like their fave breaks off and becomes big and it's like, oh, well, y'all wasn't, do you not want them to have fans? Do you not want no. them to become more popular? I'm confused. No. I know they want to become more popular because that means they make right. more money. Do you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you trying to gatekeep a musician when everybody is supposed to enjoy music? Girl. It's crazy. That's um, it, it, or just... But, I don't, I always be a little hesitant to talk about music when it first drops anyway. Like, that's yeah. why I'm happy we record on the following week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's irritating to that we're in this, we're conditioned to immediately respond when it, and we talked about this before on the podcast, but it's just like, you know, give it some time, sit with yeah. it for a second. Like, a lot of times I don't like always jump up and say, my first opinion about a, a a show or or a song because I want to sit with it for a little bit. Right. Let me see if I really actually enjoy this or if I'm just saying it because I'm hype about the artist or you know what I mean. Like yeah. sit with it for a second and you can get some get your pet favorites and say okay no I really don't like this or I really yeah. feel like he was doing some other shit that's not him you know what I mean. But y'all ain't giving no time. Mm. Anyways, this if I like it music well that's beautiful that's wonderful um on to the television so um i've been trying to get back into hulu because quite frankly i pay too much money for this shit to just be sitting there so and like netflix has had such a hold on me and now i'm at the point where like i'm on the last good season of or i'm in the bad season of one-on-one I'm in a bad season, Moesha. Like, I'm not in a rush to finish these shows. And so, yeah, either way, that brought me to Hulu. And now I have watched all of a show on there called Big Sky. It's oh, on ABC. So the finale is tonight, actually. Oh, but nice. like, I, I caught up um, when I was mm-hmm. getting my hair done. Um, it is a show. And I remember seeing the previews and like being like, oh, that looks good. But it was so long ago that by the excuse me by the time it popped up on my hulu i was just like you know what i remembered i wanted to watch that like let me cut this on and so yeah it completely catches you off guard i'm not even gonna like go into all that it's about i highly suggest that you watch you know some people i realize that people just always want something bad to say about something and like some stuff is not just it's like, is it bad or do you just not like anything? You know? Right. Or do you just always want to be the devil's right. advocate? Exactly. Like, maybe like, oh, it's so like badly, so poorly acted and this doesn't make sense. I'm like, bro, this shit, let's get into the twists and turns of it. Like, stop. You're doing too much. Just watch the show. What kind of show is this? Like, drama? Drama, mystery, 
you know, but it's it's dope. It's got a, a beautiful background because they're supposed to be in like Montana. So everything's very pretty and, and scenic and shit. But it's mm-hmm. a very interesting show. I highly suggest y'all watch it. Nice. Um, then I, did you watch the Euphoria holiday special? With uh, her and her yeah. support, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about that, huh? No, we haven't. It's what? riveting. It's kudos. Kudos. Uh, what kudos is the actor's is. name? Uh, Coleman Domingo. Guy. Coleman Domingo. Shout Coleman out to him. Domingo. He did a really great job. Um, he did a really really great job. That it was just I like I like because they have another one coming out next year uh, yeah. that will be focused on jewels. And I like that. I like that they're spotlighting. They're taking advantage of you know this time to have to, fo- like to have certain uh, CBC regulations in place to have to record. So they're like taking advantage of yeah. spotlighting the characters, um, or they're like specific situations. Um, and in this case, it was obviously uh, Zendaya back or not backtracking relapsing yeah Yeah. i was about to say backtracking but that was just so powerful like and it just makes you think so much about like addiction in in all of its forms and how how strong it could be like to know like to know that you you could say you're gonna do one thing but you know you're not gonna do it like Mm -hmm. it's oh man yeah zendaya is is an amazing like whoo man what was that ufo or something yeah the ufo they out here in la um making a little visit before the uh before we get our superpowers or maybe they dropping them off they might be dropping them off y'all dropping off superpowers Sis. make sure you make sure you don't use usps um, you know what we gonna we gonna get into our superpowers later because i have suggestions for what my superpower should be Okay, we'll talk about it. Let me write we'll, it down. We'll man. talk about Super it. Superpower. Superpower. Um, um, but yeah, shout out to Zendaya, phenomenal actress. Shout out to her, uh, you know, scene partner in that in that yeah. uh, entire episode. For for they played with you, played uh, the roles very well. And it's crazy because you talk about addiction, and I've just been watching a lot of um, shows. This noise is so annoying, and I'm really sorry to our listeners if you can hear it. But um, neither here nor there. I. I uh, have been watching a lot of shows that center or have that common theme of addiction mm-hmm. and like just, you know, coping with addiction or just, you know, being young and having it. Like, it's just interesting, like between uh, Gambit, Queen's Gambit and um, We Are Who We Are, which I want to talk about there. They both t- talk about that in, in the shows. And it's just like really powerful to know that, like, mm-hmm. obviously this theme is popular because a lot of people are dealing with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not even just drug addiction, but alcohol addiction, uh, sex addictions, um, just all sorts of things when coming into finding yourself and like coming of age, these coming of age stories, these youth uh, uh, growing up and and finding yourself. uh, It's just interesting. It's very interesting. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I, I loved Euphoria. I'm really excited for the next episode. Me as well. Me as well. When is it? It's in January. January twenty. Oh damn. Twenty fourth. Damn. Yeah, that's it's a, a little way. That's my birthday weekend. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, um, and then outside of that, I've just been watching Shit's Creek. Um, we were talking about this. So good. Camera. 
So funny. So good. So funny. I'm really happy. Uh, Moira, 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 Moira. Uh, that's such an interesting name. Moira, excuse me, is uh, my one of my favorite characters. On the Absolutely. Show. 100%. She is so talented. She's so funny. Um, all of them really are like the, yeah. the, the shits family. Like they all have such a funny way of expressing humor. Um, y'all know the dad from every popular, yeah, old, not he, like uh, 2000 Eugene American, Levy, yeah, American, uh, I mean, American Pie, is that mm-hmm. what it was? And uh, that's also series. uh, the cool points are out the window, yeah, of course, bringing down a house, classic. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I just watched, I recently <laughs> watched that movie because I put that, I think they put it on Hulu, I swear. Um, and I was like, damn, this movie is hella terrible. <laughs> so bad it's so why were we watching that red oh i was like oh my god this movie is so racist this is so it's so bad <laughs> like when she was mama tomorrow like what mama and she and queen was like I'm gonna beat this bitch ass. Well, the only great to. part about that movie was was Queen Latifah beating that white girl up in the bathroom. That was oh the best, that the was best. Just like oh, yes, great. I mean that movie was just funny though. I really enjoyed it. It was it was, was it was it was out of it pocket was, for sure, but it was so many things. But it was so funny. I, it's like yeah. we never would have got the cool points are out the window, and I'm all twisted up in a game. We never would have got that. You know what I'm saying? That was a, that's classic. I love that. I love that show. Yeah, but but I mean, I love that. I'm like wow. You, so you were love me well you in love with you, me you love me I, 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 you, 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 you love me you love me i wish a, i wish a nigga would just say that to me that is so romantic you so fucking stupid it is so romantic write me a card inside the cool points are out in the window and i'm all i'm all twisted up in the game i'm gonna know exactly what you mean literally um but shit's creek is a great show i'm on season two i know you're on season one yes but um it kind of just flows into the next thing and like you know it, it's funny it's like about a rich family who loses their money and wind up in a small town that they own um, it's a joke <laughs> yeah very hilarious thing so yeah, funny. that's all i have okay so let's talk about we are who we are it's hbo's uh show it's starring um not not just starring Kit Cuddy, but he's one of the main characters. He plays mm-hmm. the dad um, of one of the families that we follow in the show. And essentially, you know, long story short, it follows a lesbian couple um, who one of the mothers or one of the parents becomes a commander mm-hmm. um, for this troop in Italy for American, mm-hmm. for the army. Mm-hmm. And, um, Obviously, that's controversial in itself. And they're raising a son who has a lot of issues, which we're finding out. One of which I was telling you is like he they allow him to drink and he abuses it, extremely abuses like oh, alcohol. But that you see that from the beginning. And just their interactions and the way they raise him is very mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and then uh, the other family that, that they pretty much follow most of the time uh, is connected through the son and their daughter, mm-hmm. essentially. So uh she the entire time these group of kids are exploring themselves figuring themselves out their sexual identity um their religious beliefs um just the way that they navigate being army brats and having to move from place to place constantly 
Um, so the show is really fucking good. Uh, it actually features um, Dev Hines, uh, Blood Orange, mm-hmm. if y'all oh, are familiar. Yeah, if he, they talk about him or that group a lot from the beginning. And then the, the way it ends is with him and, mm-hmm. and performing and stuff like that. So it's tight. Um, yeah, it's a really good show. It's a really good show. Cuddy acted his ass off. Yeah, he can. He, I mean, like, I knew that in... Um, how to Make was, It in America. How to Make It in America, which obviously has a good relationship with HBO, but I, I mm-hmm. kind of knew that <laughs> from that show, but it this show, it took he's playing a dad. So mm-hmm. it's like, and he is a dad, but it like, it just, you don't see Kid Cudi as a dad in yeah. real life. So like to see him playing that character um, and like he does this really heartfelt monologue on one of the episodes and it was like one of my favorites because it, it was a very emotional episode um, but he just does it so well and he performs very well so I, I, I like the show I think that people it's it's a little difficult to get through it's a little slow in the beginning um, for, for me I was tied in because of the way like it's very cinematic the way that they capture certain angles like of intimacy where so you know you might capture a hug with this straight shot you know what i mean like it's a hug but they just look at things differently and i think the director or a few of the writers are definitely italian because it's based in italy um mm. so i know a few of the writers are definitely italian but i think the director is italian as well so like just it's filmed in italy it's, mm. it's just really it's really beautiful it's really nice um i loved it mm. yeah so definitely check that out it's eight episodes oh i definitely will um okay So we can go a few ways here. <gasps> I forgot to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. You did. I was like, no reality TV today. Yo, I'm so sorry. Um, season or the first episode, uh, the first installment of the season five reunion for Real Housewives of Potomac. How many is it? It's three. So we've got one of three down, and boy, it was a reunion. Yeah, I saw that read. For yo ass. I saw. Listen, um, as y'all know, I am unabashedly team Monique here, um, just for the simple fact that Candace is a brat um, who does not take responsibility for her actions. A lot of these ladies have a problem with that, Monique included as well. Um, but it's just the way in which the ladies ganged up on her and, you know, like by iced her out, you know, and, you know, put her actions, like made her be the face of all black women. Like it just the whole respectability politics that came with the hypocritical, you know, statements that were made. It was just, it was the binder for me. Y'all know who I'm with is what I'm trying to say and why. Right. Um, one of the most flawless tag team reads I have ever seen in my life. I knew, I heard about this binder. Y'all know I'm real tapped into the Real Housewives world. And so on Twitter, um, when they first uh, shot the reunion, you know, Monique said something, made a comment about her having a binder. Um, And I'm like, oh my God, this bitch really then came with all these receipts. Like, you know, somebody who, like, I was ready for mess. And, you know, there are some people who were like, oh, the binder is going to be corny because you have had people in past reunions for different shows on Bravo who like want to bring props. Excuse me. That Canada Dry is doing what it it's does. supposed it to do. It does. It does what it needs to do. It's mm-hmm. doing what it's supposed to do. But um, 
you have those people who bring props and it, it usually either goes like really bad or like really terrible. Um, <laughs> it never goes well per se, but at this time it did. Monique had a tab for everybody in the binder and the tabs had names mm-hmm. um, like last lady, Giselle, that was her tab because she's supposed to be the first lady. She called her the last lady. Um, oh, posted. Post-it was for Candace because Candace is in such distress that she leaves being Mary Jane post-its around the house saying that she's going to be okay. It was, you know, she even had a tab for herself. It was very clear that she was out for blood. And she just had it sitting there. Like, she barely said anything the entire reunion. Those last five minutes. She snapped. Went for the kill. Okay. And it's well-deserved. Anybody who has watched the show knows that Giselle has hated Monique. Um for the entirety of her being on the show ever since she told her that she had four homes um when Giselle tried to ask her she was homeless like it's like petty shit and mm-hmm. it's like Giselle is like running shit like you're 50 years old you too old to be still trying to be like the head aka on the yard sis like you're not at Hampton anymore you've graduated who is that Giselle Giselle? yeah Yeah. it's like you too old to be playing these type of games and wanting to be like mean and like this gatekeeper to new girls trying to come around like chill the fuck out um and she was just very she's been rude and nasty and jealous of Monique ever since um and so this whole plot as we talked about on the show before about them trying to say stuff about uh Monique's child not being her husband and trying to create that whole rumor you know all bets were off um the fact that Giselle sat there and confirmed that it was that man's phone number. And and as much as she lied, you would think she would lie about it. But I mean, at that point, the way Monique was going, she would have just called the phone. Right. At that point, I was watching them clips like, this is messy. Yes. It's messy. Uh, it was just a shout out to Karen for just really bringing it home, home and just putting the nail in the coffin. Well, is he coming? No, of course not. Okay. Right. That not. was hilarious. Of course not. Because he lives in your phone, Giselle. He lives in your phone. And that's not really your man. And like her kids don't even, girl, like it's, you really have to watch the show to see how it's like, nah, this is karma. This is karma coming back to get you in the ass. And it was just like, Nobody has ever been able to shut her up like that. She genuinely looks so uncomfortable. Sucks. It sucks. Yikes. Oh well, I'm very excited to see what happens next week. Um, I'm I want to see what what's in everybody else's tabs. I can't wait to get to Candace's tab list for somebody who was so distressed about getting their little wig shifted across the table a little bit. She had a lot of shit to say, and it's like why you you still popping off at the bitch who you know could beat your ass and i'm confused sheesh <laughs> sheesh why are you still trying people when you lost the fight thanks it's just crazy it's, it's crazy anyway anyway um we can go two ways here we can go this crazy ass room on clubhouse talking about uh howard uh it was a pwi of hbcus what or 
we can talk about our superpowers that we our good guy friend I, I would like to talk about superpowers but i'll briefly touch on how our university uh is a pwi club room i mean clubhouse room our good guy friend who is a loyal listener sir just sent me that um screenshot <laughs> of the room and i simply could not even allow myself to enter it because i knew it was all fugazi um I just don't understand. It's similar to a hating ass bitch that's always got your, her name in your mouth. Period. And your name in her mouth. Yeah. Or whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. That's what it is when it comes to Howard <laughs> University. It's yeah. like, if you you don't know how many times I hear people saying, I should have went to Howard. Or that's my only regret is not going to Howard University. You know, I was going to go. But sucks sucks we can't relive the past you didn't go you went to the the university that is also accredited so congrats for your degree but it's never going to be our university okay and honestly listen now were points made uh, like about Howard people sometimes being elite absolutely but I feel like anytime you know why isn't Spelman and Morehouse in this conversation because child, and that's the other it. thing too child because we're not the only ones but I truly think like I said I said it before I've said it again I mean I've said it before and I'll say it again excuse me y'all because Howard has so much representation in the media because Howard is out here actively getting huge checks checks that are like newsworthy the girls are like, where, where, where are our chats? How? How? And, and you know, um, Mike, class of 2012. I want yes, to get his Twitter because I, I want to quote him. Sir Mike, him. Sir Mike H, I believe. Yes. He was basically saying, because I think he deleted it. He was basically saying that anybody who wants to complain about money and like Howard and you know notoriety you need to look to your board of trustees not to us like the board of trustees are there to use their contacts to get huge donations for the schools if your board of trustees is not doing that then maybe you need to ask your president um or whoever you need to you know or elect new ones you need to ask them what, what what the hell is going on at your university um but also a point was made in the room where there was a young lady who went to Norfolk State and uh someone asked her like you know like if you had a resume from Norfolk and a resume from Howard you would totally pick the person who goes to Norfolk right and she was like no like if the other person was more qualified and I swear it's like everybody was on mute but I just heard the most universal like (sighs) because like (laughs) that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie no 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 no. i really think she was being dead ass but it's like that's why okay howard is the way it is and that's why howard has the representation that we do and i totally understand what sis was saying because if it really came down to it and the howard person was just like visibly unqualified yeah for sure of course i'm gonna choose somebody you know what i'm saying that's usually not the case because howard not the case because Howard prepares you to make sure, even if you don't have technically the qualifications, you're gonna your resume is gonna look the part. Listen. You know what I'm saying? We had Carol C. Dudley, okay? I mean, Carol Dudley at the baby, baby. Okay, Carol Period. Dudley wasn't gonna let you out here looking at be out here looking a mess. 
Okay. Never. And it, ever. And, it, I, I, and it's I the saw, same thing for School of B, for co-ops, exactly. fine I arts especially. Tweet. Especially. I saw a tweet uh, that somebody was like, Howard uh, taught me to that you're never overdressed you just look if anything if you are overdressed you're, you're just, just gonna be the dressed. baddest you're gonna be the baddest, the baddest bitch, in the, bitch in the room exactly and i and i think that quote alone that tweet alone is the definition of why we are so successful in any industry in any place and the reason why it seems as if we're elitist and the thing is but there are elitist people you know what i mean you do have those people but these people came are. from elitist family yeah. like you know yeah, exactly that's their that's fan. what i'm that's saying that's background a, that's why i'm just like elitist people are everywhere it's elitist people at it's it's, it's, a, it's a there's a problem in the black community <laughs> there's a problem in the black community i'm just saying like just period people being elitist and most of them don't even have the room to be which is crazy but like you know what i'm saying like there you definitely have those people who go to these schools just so they can say that they went and have their nose up in the air at other folks because they know the weight that it holds you definitely have those people at any school that you go to especially school but it's like what's crazy to me is one Howard shows so much love like as students alumni we show so much love to all HBCUs like period and so for the response back to us to be all that it is and it's like for for people to constantly have Howard name in their mouth and want Howard to be like this it's like how can you want Howard to be the savior but then say that y'all hear about us too much like literally somebody in the room suggested that Howard should uh should take some of its endowment because we have the largest endowment of all HBCUs that we should take some of the endowment and disperse it amongst the rest of the HBCUs. Why would we do that? Howard can't even, and somebody came and made the point, Howard can't even save its own students. It can't even right. bail out its own students. Right. Like literally the only reason why, and that's the thing, we people love Howard so much that they are inclined to come back and get, Howard puts us through the fucking ringer for undergrad, especially grad school, I've heard story, you know, like period, it doesn't matter who you are, but like can't even help, uh, we can't even afford to help all of the students that we had, that's what I was saying, when I graduated, like I was literally not about to graduate all behind some like $800, like that's literally how it was Howard. I came and asked Howard for this, this Howard, the same Howard that y'all think got all this fucking money. <laughs> I went to financial aid begging for 800 and some dollars. And they were like, yes, sis, we don't have shit for you. And you can cry. But at the end of the day, the money is not there. It wasn't literally until I was about to leave campus that same day. Like, just like, oh, I don't know how I'm finna do this shit. Somebody called and they got an anonymous donor that paid off my account. Like shit like that will happen and it makes you want to give back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we just have that type of community. So it's like, and I wish I remembered these people's names. I do remember this young lady, her name was Sin. She was, she asked the question of, well, like instead of trying to bash Howard, maybe we need to be asking them what they're doing that fosters, you know, this great sense this of community, community yeah. amongst them and makes them want to give back to their school financially in different ways. It makes them want to pull, you know what I'm saying? It's like, really, it's, it's really the experience, which is why I feel like in a couple years, you know, as these next generation, this next generation graduates, it won't be that same sense of community because they've gotten rid of all of the things that yeah. made Howard communal. So yeah. I, I don't know that the future alumni that they're begging, Lord Jesus, 
um, that they're begging people for, you know, support from is going to want to support them. Like, mm-hmm. to be honest, uh, but shout out, to, shout out to shout out to alum like Ashley Blaine Featherson, who That's started, exactly started what I was about to say, yeah, who started a program to directly give back to those who are graduating from the fine arts program um, through this grant that she actually donated twenty five thousand dollars to, I believe. Was it twenty five thousand? Yeah. 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 And it's those things that'll like help foster that, you know, because at the end of the day like there I think there have just always been changes of tides that how there have been traditions that have stayed you know that have carried down from like the 50s and 60s but I'm sure there were things that they did during that time that we didn't do when we went you know what I'm saying so I think as the like as the students continue to like diversify you know amongst ages as new generations come through the school is what I'm trying to say um you know, those certain things that are just landmarks of Howard, they will always be there, but they're just going to be new traditions that'll be created. I had to accept that because I'm like, I feel like we were, our class, especially like our, I don't know, our age group, people born in our year, 92, 93, we have just always been met. And maybe it's just me. We're like, it's just certain things where like, and this is just so minute but like in elementary school just we you know had trailers we were we our classrooms were in trailers and then as soon as we left they had a new school they had a whole new, new school yes. like they had a new yes. school in middle Same school in middle school in middle school they literally told us our cr our test scores made them give more money to the school and we came back and went to our our middle school like the next year and it was all new everything you know what I'm saying so much shit at Howard that was began to like not be (laughs) when we were there and it was every time every time we graduated even how even uh high school it was like we had to graduate from the year in another school building and then it seemed like our 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 class suffered from like really great loss. Um, We got, it's just so many things that we got assured in the sick, but we, we, we gave a lot to, to the university um, as well. Like started a lot of programs, did a lot of, you know, we're very amongst other classes. Like it was a lot of people in other classes, Howard, Howard students are just very, it's just something about it, something about being on the campus that really motivates you to want to be the best Mm -hmm. because everybody's the best. So it's like, well, they're making these amazing films already in undergrad. Like I got to set my cookies up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, we don't be never having it. We don't be never child. We never really have, we never have anything bad to say about any other HBCU any other HBCU excuse me I cannot talk today um and yet we're always on the tip of y'all's tongues like the whole name bad bitch out your mouth just like come on like can we like can we stop this because swear like you know what's crazy (laughs) when bad bitches link up like we don't be having this smoke between Spelman Howard and Morehouse (laughs) Oh, and don't it's and not for real don't. it's not for real we talk cash shit toward each other like howard morehouse games cash, cash shit. shit but at the end of the day 
we only want to all be great like that's we the only want to all be great it don't matter where the fuck you went it don't matter if you went to fucking wilberforce clark st augustine bitch mississippi valley state alcorn txu like nothing none of them shit like it don't matter where the fuck you went cheney lincoln delaware state like I can't At believe somebody the, started that room, bro. Like, I just really can't believe it. And then that. to say that, like, Howard is the HB, uh, the PWI. Howard, as much as Howard has done for black, black people, people, like, Howard is the PWI of HBCUs? My nigga, you got me bit. Smack dab in the middle of the hood in DC, talking about, well, it's a little different now, but like at the, at the core. Please what? stop. Cut it out. So, oh, y'all just have this air about y'all when y'all walk in the rooms. Baby, we got to walk in the room. If you room don't with have a presence, because- say that. If you don't have a presence, say that. That's on you, baby boy. All that but shit also, But also, a young lady made a, it, a lot of it was very insecure. But one lady made the point. She was like, if y'all keep saying that Howard gets these opportunities that other people don't, which is true. You know, Howard is put in rooms that a lot of smaller HBCUs. Uh, don't you know have the opportunity or given opportunities that a lot of HBCUs don't get but when we walk into these rooms with these folks we represent all of the all of us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's so of course we're gonna walk in there like the bad bitches that we are and be the bad bitch and excel and exceed so then we could come and we could bring in more folks that look like us. Most of them folks might be from Howard because we put on for our own, but still, <laughs> like. I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. No, that's me. Oh, that was you. Okay. Um, yeah. At, let's, let's move along to uh, December 21st when all of our superpowers are going to be activated as a Black community so that everybody can feel as superior as that of a Howard University graduate. Um, what would you like your superpower to be? Or would you like for me to go first? Okay. Um, I would love the superpower of... Um, I didn't really think about this. So it's this kind of, I mean, I've thought about it, but it's kind of I think if I was, I can start actually. Okay. I think if I was giving the, given the ability to teleport, um, I would enjoy it. Not necessarily across time. I don't want to mess up the space time continuum or anything like that. But across places. But across places, like I want to just be able to just be like, mm, um, in the bank, you know, and just <laughs> cash this check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to, you know, place myself where the money is. Um, you know, or I just want to be like mm, in the lotto. Office. I'm where the money reside. <laughs> where the money reside. Where the money, where the money reside. reside. Where the where money, money reside. reside. Where the money reside. Okay, period. That's all I want to be. But no, um, teleportation. Uh, if I could, uh, I wouldn't want to read minds. Mm-hmm. If I had the gift of, of trust me, um, you don't. If I had the ability to speak any language, I would love that. To be able to okay. communicate in any language. I think that's a great language. I mean, a great uh, power. Um, I definitely would say teleporting would be my number one or the power of like 
not to necessarily control or maybe like the power of um, resource. What do you mean? I know. I don't know that I just have an abundance of resources, whatever resource ah, I need. Yeah. That I could just boom, a thousand dollars. I need a thousand dollars or boom, oil rig, you know, or boom. Uh, that's what I, I want my superpower to be. I just want my superpower to be making money appear, making anything I want appear out of thin air. Anything. Anything. Now the thing about superpowers no, is no, always there's right. always a catch. There's always a right. catch. The thing no. about superpowers, so it's like if you were able to make anything appear out of no, thin air, I take it back. I take it back. I just I have be to be like I want dick, money to and then appear. it just be a dick that is fun. <laughs> I'd be like Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, <laughs> but then he appear and then what? you know we talk about life we talk about the world but you, you know, don't think he would be I a little alarmed i don't know like to be in your in a random person's presence at that moment i don't know we haven't thought it all out i think i don't want to <laughs> no that's not gonna be the one that's that's not gonna be the one I, I think teleporting is a good one though i think teleporting because it's like, like imagine like i want to go to tokyo i don't have to think about the flight at least i just know when i get there i'm there or if I could just time travel short distances, like, you know. Time travel has just never worked out no, in any yeah, actually, TV no. series, movies. I just want to get the lottery number so that I can hit. <laughs> so whatever well, you have to. <laughs> what? What? I just feel like there's always going to be a, a thing. But I, I don't think the infinite resources is a bad idea. You know what? There was somebody... Um, Zazie Beats care or Zazie Beats her character on uh, Deadpool 2 her superpower was like probability mm. so mm-hmm. if I could do that and and just guess like the lottery numbers for like a week straight <laughs> but then after the lottery then what then you just have the the probability then you know I'm just like okay, what's the chance of this? What's the chance of that? You know, I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> you out here the, the the chance doctor. Everybody coming to you. But what's then the I would chances just, the they would probably uh, they would probably <laughs> right. They would probably like ban me from all casinos and like betting and shit because I'd be like I'm just gonna go to the horse races and be like that's nah, the one. <laughs> not see Biscuit Junior, bro. He 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 kind of weak. <laughs> That's that's not his daddy's son. That's not it. He is not his daddy's son. <laughs> he is not his daddy's son. <laughs> but that's funny. I don't know. Yeah, um, no. I mean, well, shit. Girlfriends and guy friends out there, chime in and let us know what your superpower would be um, um, before the twenty first hits, and yeah. what you predict in your superpower before it happens. Be, and we, before it happens, we all do activate. Like, do we like get like? Ding, 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 ding. I don't know. Will we all like form together like Voltron or something? Will we, will we be able to fuse like on Steven Universe? I don't know. Like, I don't, does does like the superhero outfit come with the times? Like, will Edna Mode appear and like give us <laughs> it's our, <Salazar>. all? <laughs> you know, hello, darling. You know, like already ready. Here's your suit, bitch. This is what you're supposed to do. 
I don't know. Probably, honestly. I mean, I would. I would. Are we gonna be less. like up, up away? The Disney Channel original movie where the black Definitely. people were superheroes and their kryptonite was foil. You know, I don't. <laughs> Which first Definitely. of all was so anti-black because it black people love, we love aluminum foil. foil. We, we love, love foil. foil. You put foil just straight in the oven. You can put anything in foil. <laughs> okay. Gr- Grease. <laughs> Greens. You ever just made a just a whale in the foil and just put cake in the foil, meats in your the toast, foil. Your bagel in the morning, you put that that in that foil okay you put foil in air fryer you put foil on and put that shit on everything put that shit on everything (laughs) so for y'all to make foil the end all be all for us who wrote that a black person a black person for sure robert robin robert townsend i'm talking about robin robert townsend robin hood um um yes shout out to the superpowers shout out to this episode this is a good episode it was it was i just hope y'all don't hear all this foolishness in the back of me but okay i don't hear nothing oh beautiful wonderful yeah you good awesome um but yeah it's you got a great, great business um let me think about it uh i don't think that i do have a black business you know what week. i don't either and that's okay because do I have a black business? I feel like there is somebody I'm missing that I came across recently that was a good black business. But if I think about it, we'll add it and we'll share it on our social media channels. Um, but for this week, we're for this episode, we've given y'all a lot of blackity black black things. So just enjoy that. Um, support Howard University um, for Listen, all the alumni. Donate 1867. Here. Right. Yes. And donate to your local HBC. Donate to your all of y'all schools. Okay. Yep, yep, absolutely. And just know that girlfriends are in support of all things black, all things all HBCU. Things, period. Uh, period. And um, for all y'all niggas. Like, yeah. what? Y'all better act like y'all know who y'all are. Tennessee State. I don't want to hear y'all out here talking about Howard. Oprah went to Tennessee State, nigga. Come on, somebody. Stop. I know playing. a lot of great people that went to Tennessee Clark, State. My sister, mm-hmm. Stop playing. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of great ass black people that have come from all the HBCUs. The key is getting their ass to do some shit. <laughs> come on, somebody. Um, but yeah, so shout out to shout out to everybody. We love y'all. Uh, make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms at Girlfriends Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can like us on Facebook at Girlfriends Pod. Um, and you can go to our website to find all these episodes plus the small black businesses um, that we have talked about in the yes. past at www.girlfriends.com you can also follow us individually I'm everywhere at Sammy Approved and I am everywhere at E Told You So awesome we'll see y'all next week hopefully Bye. oh will we know because it's Christmas it, doesn't it feel like Christmas it I mean I figure we might okay so we won't that's fine. We'll give y'all a gift or something else soon, actually, um, on our website. So y'all make sure y'all uh, have your coins ready. Get and a good vocal, obviously. Ready. Get them coins ready. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>